Hey everybody, it's Brad, host of the Just Lead podcast. Before we get to this week's show, we just wanted to say thank you to all of you for your support. If you love the show, make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. This is one of the best ways to help other people find us and join the Just Lead community. Just a reminder, we release brand new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month, so make sure to tap that subscribe button and turn on your notifications so you never miss a show, all right? Let's get right to it. You're listening to the Just Lead Podcast, and the time to turn it up is right now. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Just Lead Podcast. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Mark Q. Here we go, Brad. Hey, we're challenging leaders to take action in every situation. Action, not just action. Leadership action. Leadership action. Just lead. 100%. Just lead. And before we jump in, we want to remind you, too, that you can email in your leadership Absolutely. situation. That's where we get all of our scenarios from, is yeah. our listeners. Yeah. So email to hello, hello at justlead.me. Hello at justlead.me. You we'll had me. You navigate. At hello. You had me a hello. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Got a great email uh, this week from uh, from Cameron. It says this. Earlier this year, he's brought on as the principal uh, at a struggling school. Wow. Student success is down. Right. Teacher morale is down. He's right. kind of uh, in like a turnaround situation. What's his and name? It's, uh, Cameron. Okay. He's, he's really asking questions about vision casting. It's really kind of the sum of it. Yeah. And so in his previous tenure, it says he followed a successful principal. So somebody had been there many years. Right. So he was kind of managing that previous oh, okay, success. Right. right. But now he's being called upon to cast vision yeah. in a fr- in a fresh way, yeah. pioneering something new, which is kind of a different challenge. Yeah, for sure. And so he's just kind of asking, hey, how yeah. do I cast vision? What does it look like to think big, charge ahead, yeah. and kind of clarify vision to help Oof. other people get on board? That's it's tough. You got teachers, you got students, you got the Whoa. whole thing there. Cameron, thank you for dedicating your life to the next generation. That's teaching in this day and age. Yeah. My goodness, right? Yeah. With all the different, you know, things that you have to watch and not say and say. And, you 100%. know, so we already love you, Cameron. Yeah. And uh, I already have visions of speaking about vision. I have visions of growing up in parochial school where the nuns would walk the halls <laughs> and we would fear and tremble crack you with a yardstick oh it's just 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 just, just commonplace <laughs> it was never abusive i didn't grow up in that atmosphere it was abusive but it was definitely definitely a course in intimidation right right <laughs> so cameron we love you for being an educator but yeah yeah i mean it's di- real different to uh, to cast vision on something new than to take existing vision and be the supporter of what's already in place. Yeah. And in Cameron's situation, you know, he's having to cast new vision because the school yeah. is, you know, not reaching up to their potential. Yeah. I think the first thing you've got to do is understanding vision, right? Is understanding what vision is. It's it's hopefully hopefully what you're doing is you're painting a picture of a desired future. Yeah. For people that they know, and the key word actually is for desire is desire. Mm-hmm. So painting a picture of a desired future for the people you're influencing slash leading. Mm-hmm. So what is that picture? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of things go into that. So that's visioneering. Let's say let's call it that. Yeah. We've heard terminology like that visioneering. Let's mm-hmm. let's talk about what is that desired future? What is it, Cameron? You have to have an idea of what that is. Not, and I'm not saying say it right away. I'm saying yeah. you you definitely have to have it. 
So what is that? Yeah. You know, in your skin of your profession, you're painting that picture of that desired future. So you yeah. have to have the desired future. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's really it. I mean, yep. a, a visionary leader is able to see something that other people don't see. Right. Because they're maybe not supposed to see it. That's right. why you're the leader. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's okay. You don't right. treat them in a denigrating way. You're no just, doubt. you're the leader. Paint right. the picture. Right. Where are we going? What are right. we doing? How are we getting there? You know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah. And I mean, you, you've talked often about, okay, the next step, once you sort of see it, then you're helping inspire people to take steps that they've never taken. And that usually requires a roadmap. Yeah. Right. We we can see ahead, but what's the next right yeah. step? We yeah. talk about exactly. that all the time. We, next all right the time. step. All the time. And I think for any leader going into whether you're a, you're going to help support an existing system or you're doing in a turnaround, we call it like maybe a turnaround situation or season for an organization. I, let me just encourage everyone, create relationships before you create change. Come on. Create relationships before you create change. Yeah. No one. Now, I enjoy change, but even to a certain degree, I don't like it, and I embrace change. Yeah. Most people are the opposite. They don't really like a lot of change. They move their cheese. They don't like certain things. Yeah. You know, they're comfortable, whatever it is. But when you're the leader, you come in. Look, man, you have no credibility. Yeah. You have said credibility, but yeah. you don't have the practical day in and day out credibility. So let them, you know, let them see, you know, I like to say, let them see your heart before they see the change. Yeah. Let them see your heart. What are you about? You know, in Cameron's situation, let them see your passion for students. Let them see your passion for education. Yeah. Let them see your passion yep. for maximizing the organization's potential yeah. in word. Let mm -hmm. them see that and why. Let them know a little bit more about you. Give them some history. Give them some background. Yeah. Man, whatever you do to our listeners, you're going into a situation, mm -hmm. don't go in and blow stuff up. Yeah. That's old school. It used to work, but people are different today. Yeah. And, and you're always going to get not change you, it's not what you're looking for you're not looking for a turnaround you're looking for the healthiest change and the healthiest turnaround scenario and that'll always start with relationships yeah yeah you know, so what happens when an organization doesn't have vision uh what happens is uh, in my experience in leading unhealthy but then also trying to help other people lead healthier and organizations is resources are shotgunned all over the map there's one your resources. Now, when I say resources, please, I don't want our listeners to think money. Resources could be time. It could be energy. It could be understanding. It could be possessions. It could mm. be It could be money. Yeah. If they're not lasered and deliberate to a focused area, which is vision, uh -huh. man, it's, it's like shooting a shotgun, pellets right. all over the place. Mm -hmm. So you score. Or it gets directed to the loudest voice. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then there's favoritism. Then there's there's unhealthiness in the DNA of the organization. It's like, well, he's got the he's got the boss's ear. <laughs> She's got the boss's ear. Yeah. When in reality, every resource you have as a leader should be designated to supporting, mm -hmm. you know, strengthening or structuring the yeah. actual vision. So without vision, mm -hmm. Everything will go everywhere instead of being instead of being bullseyed to something. Yeah, and that's that's the downside of not right. having a vision for your organization. Right. Whether you're an entrepreneur with one employee or whether you have a thousand employees, sure. What's what's the organization's vision? What's the vision for Cameron in the school? What is right. it? What is that? And right. That's why we use that as the first point. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think you know, even with vision too, I think sometimes you know you, you can go in the direction of kind of thinking like a kind of a pie in the sky, almost like a. Oh, vision statement, something that sounds kind of flashy, but a lot of times vision starts with 
identifying problems. Sounds like that's where Cameron's at. He's identified some certain problems. Right. Maybe speak to that. How do you vision cast? Yeah. It usually doesn't start from a place of inspiration. It starts from a place of, I see a problem. How do we move forward off of that? Yeah, I think a lot of the successful organizations that we know of started with what I like to call an angst. Yeah. They, it started like with- a healthy angst. Right, a healthy, in, in yeah. meaning because it produced healthiness. Yes. You know, the angst or the, you know, someone who created the company, I think we were talking about earlier, like Airbnb. Yeah. You know, I love the story. You, you said, you, you were telling me about Airbnb. It started with the situation yeah. of going- Yeah, absolutely. They tell the story. It's a great podcast, if you haven't heard it, How I Built This on uh, NPR. And the way it started was there was a tech conference in Silicon Valley that was sold out. Wow. Couldn't yeah. find hotels anywhere, right. right? This was before Airbnb was a thing. Right. And guys was just like, I wonder if, I wonder, we've got a couple of guest rooms here. Right. I wonder if we just bought a couple of air mattresses at Target, would people, people pay us 40 bucks a night to come and crash with Not us? Not crazy. Right. We'll, just, we'll just chill right. and hang. We're going to the right. same conference. Well, and that's what Might we're talking about. Might as well about. hang out. Right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It started right. with a problem. Yeah. You know, it started with a problem. There's, there's a saying that says the father of invention is necessity. Yes. You know, and so the whole idea is, yeah. you know what I mean? What 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 happened with a, oh, we got a problem, Yeah. became yeah. this vision for a better desired future what happens if we would have yeah. if we go to places and we say charged a, amazing yes. amazing and so i think a lot of times it starts with maybe examining yourself and going what is bothering me and like i'll say this and i hope our listeners understand yeah. you know we're people of faith you know i'm a, i'm a pastor you know and part of my passion for what we do at the chapel weekend experience came from when I became a Christian, there were so many people misusing the the Bible and misusing the words of the Bible for selfish gain. Mm -hmm. It made me want to almost not speak at all. Mm -hmm. It just wanted me to lead better. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, man, I need to say, I think people are being uh, being duped. And so this is where the passion came from. I just like going back to the original text, mm -hmm. to the original version, mm -hmm. and then doing the work on what does it mean for us today. Yeah. That came, my passion for that, and a lot of our yeah. listeners, a lot of pastors have that, yeah. but mine came from an angst sure. because there were so many communicators communicating the Bible that were, it's like, that is, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way God said that. Right. There's no way that that's the attitude of that. And it made me mm. just passionate about getting it as best as I can and understood for what it is yeah. instead of just using it as a weapon. Yeah. Instead of using the Bible as a weapon for selfish gain or something. Right. You know I mean, so it started with that. I think sometimes the frustration probably is sort of, you know, the next step off of that is like if you identify a problem, but you're so busy yep. working in it, that you go, how do I work on it? Yeah, right. I'm in the day-to-day. -day. I know there's issues. You right. don't right. got to right. tell me right. there's problems, right? Yep. But how does how does someone sort of get out of that rut, not rut, but how do they get off of that hamster wheel to get perspective yeah. on the next right the, step? Because yeah. that's problems and then yeah. perspective. Yeah, I found it to be one thing, and you have to discipline yourself to calendar time to think. Oh, that's good. You have to discipline yourself to calendar time to think so that you're just not working in situations, yeah. you're working on situations. That's a leadership task. Yeah. Like you, oh, that's, yeah. If you don't do that, you'll drown in the in 
instead of saving people on the out. And you there's gotta, always demands on oh, your time. Well, and there is, and you're, yeah. and 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 they're good demands. See, there's the key. Yeah. Yeah. And they're actually demanding because they're coming to you and you can provide leadership and you can yeah. provide. But if you don't prioritize and be deliberate about to think through, and I do it, and I do it away from the organization, I go to another space. Because if yeah. I'm in, if I'm in the organization, yeah. I will get sucked into the organization because yeah. of my passion and my love and my my I got I got a vision for this. Sure. Right. But you got to go out sometimes, at least I do, and then go work on it. Yeah. And think through yep. okay, what's what's the futuristic things and steps we're gonna take to get to that vision, yeah. which is a desired outcome for everyone. Yeah. So that that's key. Yeah. And I, I think that thinking time for healthy leaders, it actually becomes a form of play where you're you're imagining something like what if what if and I, yeah. and I love having those conversations w- with you and I think yeah. part of it's probably some of the the music industry stuff in you where you're used to being in the studio and just kind of jamming with a lot of different musicians and what if and and you'll yeah. you know uh, you'll have those collaboration yeah. sessions with people on our team of going hey what about or what if we did this or what yeah if the we hardest thing like, about what I know? do when I do that now is that because yeah. I'm the boss they everybody thinks now okay we're executing and I have to I had to coin a phrase yeah. no ac- no action steps exactly I just want to think what if which means the idea of thinking of in the what ifs yeah is no parameters yes. don't think about the constraints which would be let's say um skill level personnel quantity of personnel and money yeah. stop don't even think that what if yep we were able to we 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 feed so many food insecure people in our organization yeah. we're very proud of that yep but I'm always going, oh, so we, we, you know, last month we fed 300 some odd people, 300 families. Yeah. That's awesome. But what if we were to do it, if we were to do 600? Yeah. If we were to do 600, well, you got to think out of the box. We call it out of the box. Right. People call it out of the box. Right. But really live in it. Yeah. Really dream. Yep. And I, and I think that's working on it too. You got to have those dream moments or dream times yep. where you're not positionally, people don't see you. They see you as a collaborator. Yes. They see you as, you know, he's bringing ideas to the table. So you bring, and no idea is stupid. No idea yeah. is ridiculous because yeah. there are no parameters. Yeah. So everything is accessible. Yeah. Those meetings, man, those, those meetings are where you bottle lightning. Yeah. You know what, what, I mean? what is it that you're, I mean, when you go the no action steps. Right what stage are you in maybe in the ideation or in the vision yeah. casting yeah. that you're trying to get a, get a teammate or, you know, a direct report to yeah. be thinking about when, when you, when you say that, like, Oh, what if, what if I'm are you trying to get them to think it? I'm trying through? to make sure that they think the same direction, not the same way. Yeah. They think the same direction I'm thinking in. Right. That's why I collaborate. Yeah. Is because I want them to not think the way I think, because that would t- be taking out their individuality. And right. their, uh, we say, because we're people of faith, the way God wired them, yeah. that's important to us. But I want them to think in the same direction. Yeah. We may both go to the corner market, but you may take a different route than me. Yeah. And sometimes the different route sparks a level of creativity or ideation yep. that w- is only going to make the vision, you know, kind of come to fruition. Yeah. And that's, what's key about the collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for I mean, sure. No parameters. Let's just think, well, how would you, how would you, if we had to feed 600 people, Brad, uh-huh. how would you do it? Right. Well, right. Because you have no parameters. You're safe to say something. You're safe sure. to go, Hey man, I'd pull a truck in yep. and I'd make sure we'd line the truck with whatever. And we'd make mashed potatoes in the bed and the bed of a truck. Yeah. 
you know, you're feeding 600 people. Yeah, sure. You can't, you can't, you can't take your pot from your kitchen. Sure. And I'm like, what? Mashed potatoes in the back of a truck? How would you do that? Yeah. All of a sudden, dude, those meetings light me up. Yeah, for sure. I just think it's awesome. I think when we come together like that and value each other's collaborative, being collaborative, it's just, you're going to get genius. Yeah. And and I know, you know, we've talked before about how do you capture those ideas? If you were to ask me how to do that, if I had it my way, my entire house would be whiteboards. Right. You just write everything. I, I have to have that like tactile yeah. thing of like cap- capturing ideas. Yep. I'd love to know. I know you're a big journaler. You yep. put things in Evernote. We, we've chatted about that before. I want to know, was there ever a time where a vision, mm-hmm. like something that you sort of were working out, it started with the what if it was like yeah, a yeah. germinated idea right. that maybe lived in your journal or your Evernote for some yeah. time mm-hmm. that you then kind of uncovered or like dusted off, almost resurrected, and now that vision that maybe lived in that journal for a time yeah. is now a reality yeah. or becoming a reality. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was actually the church. Yeah, you know, for it was the church. I mean, I went to a lot of great churches. I grew up Catholic, but for me, I had an idea and a vision of a church that would literally be built on two things, and for us, it's worship. And the word. Now, yeah. there's other support structures in it, like our connect groups, like our our outreach, our community outreach. And I'm not even talking international. I'm just talking about community. Yep. And so the church was that. I had to dust it off because, one, I wasn't – I had this idea of a church. It was just an idea. Yeah. I, I didn't say that I'd be the guy. I didn't think that I'd be the guy. I said I wanted to be part of a church. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to be the guy. Yeah. I just thought I'd be I'd play a role. Yeah. But this is the kind of, you know, this is the kind of church I would like to go to. Yeah. And then it had to get cuz it was back years and years ago. Yeah. You know, but it took time to be dusted off. Probably took 6 years. And I mm-hmm. went back and went, what were those things? I wanted I wanted the church to be a place where the community you might not even necessarily believe in Christ. You might not even necessarily have a relationship. I wanted it to be a place where if you were going to seek out a relationship with God, that's the place you would go. If you were going to seek out some wisdom about, hey, man, I'm thinking about getting married. What's the what's the best, best set me up for a successful marriage? Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I, I wanted to be a part of a church that was willing to love and embrace people regardless whether they went to that church yeah. or regardless of their relationship with God. Yeah. But we would just, of course, teach the principles of God. Yeah. So I had to go dust that off. It was right. a while. I, I probably wrote it back, you know, five or six years before we started the church. Yeah. So talk about the timing then, patience yeah. and timing yeah. as it relates to vision casting. Cause yeah. I think, like you said earlier, I think sometimes the mistake we make is go, all right, here we go. Leaders in here. Yeah. Here we go. Here's the vision. Right. Here's the here's the 10 year plan. And what we don't realize is maybe the people aren't ready for it. Right. Maybe the climate isn't right, right for it. There are some visions that get get put on hold. Yeah. For I even sure. think about some of the things here, you right. know, whether it's our counseling center or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's just what when's the time? Is it time? Is it time? Is it time? Okay, go. And right. It's like, yeah. It, well, because there's, I, I call it like an incubate period. Yeah. There's a time where you're still thinking it through. There's a sure. time where you're kind of journaling about it. You don't journal about it for three months and you go back to it. You know, so you incubate it. Yeah. You know, and then you start to lay out the pieces. For me, it's it's people oriented. So for me, it's about building teams yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I go, whoa, look, look, that's a teammate. That could be a teammate because they bring something to the table that creates the skin for the vision. Yeah. So I move forward 
based on people. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of leaders, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but a lot of leaders, what they do is they they vision cast and they say things, but they don't have the people yet. Yeah. I may have it in the incubate, yeah. but I don't talk about it until yeah. I start seeing the team form. Yeah. Or I or I get people on my team. Yeah. So it's real people because here's the reason why. Yeah. And I'm not saying the other people are wrong. The other right. leaders are wrong. I'm saying for me, because if I bring Brad in at the right time, mm-hmm. he has skin in the game. So it's not my vision. It's our vision. Yeah. And that's key. So yeah. I wait for personnel first. Yeah. Before I, that's the patience you have to develop. Yeah. Wait for the right people. Yeah. Wait. You. I think it's known. You got to wait for the resources. Let's say money or whatever. Sure. Or, 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 uh, or square footage or yeah. a piece of land. I, I got all that. Yeah. But man, you, you you can't look. You always need two things. You always need money and people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the most important thing: people. Yeah. Because you got the right people that builds the right team that goes to the yeah. right vision. All the other resources are going to come your way. How do you know they're ready for whatever it is that you're trying to lead people to? I, let's. How let's, do you know they're ready? Oh, that's a great question. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you how they're. This it's so simple, but we miss it because I think it happens, but we don't see it as a sign. When I lay out a vision. That's even half baked, but I take it out of the incubate stage and I start sharing the vision verbally. It's their reaction to it. And if it's like, oh man, we, man, that's going to be, oh man, that is going to take, if they go to the execution logistical stage first, yeah, for my leadership, if they go to the logistical and resource stage first and all the obstacles, instead of going, what? We're going to build a what? A counseling center that's going to serve how many people through because because the suicide rate after post post COVID is so up. We're going to combat that. How, how else are we going to do it? Well, oh, I bring that person close. Yeah, I. So for me, that's yeah. the key. That's yeah. the key. Do they jump into the logistic yep. phase mm-hmm. and the obstacle phase sure. first, or do they get on the dream bandwagon yeah. with me? Because I'm already setting the stage. I'm already going. Hey, man, yeah. I've got this thought. Help yeah. me with it. Yep. You know, and I'm not even that ambiguous. I'm going. Hey, I got this thought. Yep. Hey, man, dream with me a little bit. Sure. But if they still jump to the legit, they're not ready yet. Yeah. That's an important part. Yeah. But ready? Not yet. Yeah, that's the key. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not discounting the logistical side and the uh-huh. practical side, but we're not there yet. Yep. So that's the key. Yeah. You know, for me. Yeah, and I, I was just thinking as you were just saying that, it's almost like I almost I, I think about that word vision casting. Yeah. Cast. <laughs> right. That word cast. Is I so, mean, when you so say that, I think fishing. Yeah. Cast. Well, that's a little bit of what you're talking about. Right. What are you doing? You're kind of throwing a little line out. Oh yeah. Testing exactly it. right. <laughs> Clicking, seeing if there's going to be a little nibble, a little little bite. Who who's going to gravitate towards it? Exactly Uh right. Because when you cast something in fishing, Uh you're casting it out. The bait is the vision. Yep. Who's coming close to it? Yep. Who's getting near it? Mm -hmm. Who's going? So you can think it in terms like that. I think cast. When you say cast, I think I think shadow. Sometimes you cast a shadow. Right. So so your attitude is going to be what? Yeah. It's pretty. Whatever you're projecting. Right. What are you? Because that's what a shadow is, right? It's projecting. Yeah. So what are you going to project? Are you going to project? Oh man, logistically this is going to be so difficult, so hard. So I don't know if it's a really good idea. Yeah. Or are you projecting? Hey man. Yep. If we really work on this, this could change the community. Yeah. So yep. what do you care? Because a shadow is a projection. Absolutely. So what else? Well, what is, I was thinking you were talking about people, you know, like you, you have to, you uh, have oh, to yeah, have right. people. Cast, I grew right. up, I'm a theater kid. Right. Yeah. Right. I like knew you were you, a little weird. Like when I first met absolutely. you, I thought, 
he's a little he's yeah. a little odd. Yeah. And it's because you've been in you're yeah, in theater. Did, did theater. Yeah, theater absolutely. people are weird. Right. But yeah. but so but but in a th- you know in a production in a show or a yeah. TV show gotta whatever, love what do you got? Got to love them. Got to have a cast. Oh, that's yeah. You got to exactly have a group right. of people, a group of characters. Right. They're going to make the vision And happen. that goes back to the personnel thing we were talking about. Uh-huh. So a cast of characters, uh-huh. right? A cast of characters, they have a specific role to play yep. that completes the whole. Yeah. And that's the thing to think through. Like, okay, I'm casting vision. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the personnel. What's the what cast do you need? Yeah, and what roles do they play? Right. You know what I mean? Because they're gonna they're all gonna speak to the yeah. actual division of it all. Yeah. You know. Okay. Now I'm having fun. Okay. <laughs> cast. Cast. I broke my arm one time. Oh, I had okay. to have a cast. Okay. What right. does a cast do? Right. Sets in place. Yeah. It's like a what a structure. You gotta have structure. Well, here's here's the idea. You can have vision and you can stay 30,000 feet with, with your vision, yeah. right? But at some point yeah. to see the vision come to fruition, uh-huh. you're going to have to create structure around the cast of characters that have been assembled because they are projecting the right shadow and they what? You've, they're in because they saw the bait of the vision and they're around. Yeah. So the structure is so important. Yeah. What about when you cast a vote? You're to right. it's like a deposit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, right. In our you know, of course, in, in politics, when you go, we always say at the chapel, we yeah. have a saying here, people vote with their feet. Well, I would say people are casting their vote on the amount of energy they're bringing to the vision, yeah. the amount of uh, ingenuity. Yeah. The, the amount of the work ethic, uh-huh. attitude. Yeah. So you're casting, hey, am I for this vision? We do it. Listen, and I'm, I want our listeners to hear this yeah. because of what you said about yep. casting a vote. I think employees cast votes for the organization and for the vision of the organization when they work beyond their job description. Because I believe what happens is as a leader, you're, you're not casting your vote for the vision or the organization on a day-to-day basis. Wait. When you do your job description, because I could say you're doing it to get a paycheck. And by the way, nothing wrong with that. But you want to talk about someone who's part of the vision, uh-huh. someone who's casting their vote for the vision of the organization. Yep. They they see their job description as the minimum. Mm-hmm. That's key. That's key for leaders to understand. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because you're paying them. You're, it's remuneration. They're getting paid. There's nothing wrong with that. But you talk about someone you bring along for the vision, mm-hmm. for the vision of the organization, for the future, for the desired future that I'm painting as a leader. Yes. It's people who who go beyond their job description. Yeah. They cast their vote. And they do that by going beyond their job description. Yeah. How do you how do you clarify vision? Feels like probably need to make it make it simple. Well, clear. That, well, the way you say it. It, which you're not wrong, yeah. but ready? The vision is always getting blurry. So you speak to the vision mm. often. Yeah. So it's not set it and forget it. Yeah. It's constantly. We have it on our wall here. Yeah. Part of the vision for our organization is the chapel, but the chapel is not just a place you go to, but a place you go from. Yep. And so we're constantly keeping the vision in front of the people. Yep. We can't ever think, and I want our listeners to understand this as, a, as leadership, whether you're talking about leading a family or an organization, whatever it is, listen, what is the vision for the family? 
What is the vision? We're going to love each other unconditionally. What is the vision for the organization? We are going to create an excellent product with a cheerful attitude. Whatever yep. it, you're constantly saying, it's never set it and forget it. Yep. And always remember, vision, right after you say it, starts to get blurry. Yeah. So you got to say it again. Yeah. Over and over. I love it. Vision yeah. casting, final thoughts. All the time. Listen, understand. I want everybody to understand. You spend time on making the vision clear, concise, and complete for a desired future, a future outcome that you may only see. Come on. Thank you so much, PQ. Yeah, man. Hey, that's it for this week's episode of the Just Lead podcast. Don't forget, we release new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month. For more resources, check out the show notes below. While you're at it, make sure to tap that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.